Hi, this is Dr. Jane Battenberg, author of Change Within, Change the World. In this weekly podcast, I interview changemakers who are at the cutting edge of new thought and consciousness awareness. Join me as we change within and change the world together. Our guests for today are Ahanu and Angel Rose to talk about the Akashic Records and what they might have to say to us today. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having us, Jane. We're glad to be here. Thanks, Jane. Good to talk to you. That's great. So let's start by saying for some listeners who may not know what Akashic Records are, what are they? Well, the book definition of the Akashic Records are they are a vast library in spirit that contain the information of all of creation and also every one of our own personal journeys through spirit. From the time you were a spark off the creator, through all of your sojourns, through different dimensions, through different lives, it's all recorded in a plane of spirit called Akasha, which means ether. I have found that the Akashic records are like a database of information that can really be accessed anywhere through anything. Wow. So I just want to tell our listeners that you two are are transformational catalysts and spiritual visionaries, and you've written, oh gosh, at least 100 books on the Akashic records. So you really know what you're talking about, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, where they came from, Jane, is that for years we ran a Saturday and a Sunday session where people would connect to us by online meeting for a half hour or one hour session. And they could basically ask any question they wanted. And these would usually be global type questions. They wouldn't be questions. They wouldn't be personal questions, in other words, because there'd be multiple people on the line, like a group session. So we weren't answering questions like, how's my health and will I win the lottery this year? They weren't questions of that nature. They were questions like, do aliens exist or who built the pyramids or why are we here and where are we going as a as species? They were big, global, universal questions like that. So what we did was we collected all that information together, collated it, transcribed it, and turned them into a series of books that are basically question and answer format. And we are now publishing those. I've actually got 12 of them published already, and we're publishing the rest of them over the next 12 months. Well, that's really what I want to talk to you about is what the global view of where we're headed this year and where we've just been in the last year. But before we do that, do you have anything, How have the Akashic Records made any difference to you personally? Oh, they, oh, they made yeah. Yeah, a tremendous difference. Um, yeah. For myself, I was a tarot card reader for 35 years and a tarot teacher. And I was a meditator. And spontaneously, at times in my meditations, I'd find myself in my own records. And, and how that translated was I'd be in a specific lifetime having full memory and full awareness and then it was always for a particular purpose that seemed to be guided in terms of what lifetime I was shown to remember. And then I got frustrated because I wanted to access the records more consciously on my own. And I didn't know how to do that. So 
I went and took a class on how to do it. And once I learned that the vibration was so different in the Akashic Records that the way I can describe it is that it was very holy. And what I mean by that is it was completely holistic. The information was there about my soul journey, about what I had learned, about what I still need to learn, my gifts and abilities. And every question that I would put to the records was always answered in the frame of reference, how would it advance my soul? And, mm-hmm. and so therefore, there's, there's a sacredness to them. And the records also gave me a full understanding. When it would give any information, along with that was full emotion, full sensory, full understanding, full integration into my body. But when Ahana and I spoke of how we began to do groups, we actually started them physically in Ireland because we had so many people asking higher questions. So we decided to do a group once a week. And how they've changed this is that the consistency of source is so loving. It's just so profound and so non-judgmental and so accepting that many of us were healed of fear and we just really had so many spontaneous healings and understandings that I feel like it's caused accelerated growth in us. Yeah. And I can give you a personal example of that too, Jane, Mm. how it affected me personally. This takes me back to the birth of my first baby and he died on my birthday four months after he was born. And I remember saying at the time that I'd be over this in a month because that was the kind of background, the macho image that I had of myself, that this wouldn't affect me. And 25 years later, I was still battling with the same trauma of the whole thing. It really took the rug from under me and I had a very difficult time coping with it. And then I met Angel Rose and the question was still raw in my mind. Why did he die? And what happens to people when they die? And where is he now? And these kinds of questions. And, and I asked her when I found out that she was a reader of the Akashic Records, I asked her. And it was her insight into spirit that gave me peace for the first time in 25 years. And I found that Most people, I certainly did, had a preconceived idea that we're these physical bodies and that we own our children, we own our babies and we're we're responsible for them and that everything that happens to that baby is our responsibility. Mm -hmm. Now, sure, that's correct on a physical level. But what I didn't realize was that even a baby is a mature, experienced soul. And I never realized that it might have its own journey. It might have its own purpose on being on earth. When I realized that, when I found that, I realized that every being that's here, no matter what form it takes, has its own spiritual journey that it's doing, has its own learning that it's doing, has its own experiencing that it's doing. And it's not up to us to curtail it, to thwart it in any way. And it gave me a great respecter of life and a great, a great idea of the bigger picture of what was going on. And it certainly resolved a lot of the, the, the trauma for me. 
So that's personally how it has affected both of us. So it eased your your grief and your... Interestingly enough, it shaped the rest of my life and now our lives too, because during that period of time, I was writing down what I was feeling, not knowing what to do with it. I was just journaling all the trauma, all the grief, all the hardship, all the difficulty I was encountering, all the unanswered questions. And when Angel Rose and I got married and we were emptying out our house in Ireland and in the attic, I uncovered all those manuscripts and she said, you have to publish these. And I said, no way, no way. It's just too raw. It's just, you know, it's too personal. And Sure enough, under her guidance, I did publish them, and it became my first book, which is called The Reincarnation of Columbus. And that book has helped so many people to understand grief and to come to terms with their own grief. But more important, though, what I found interestingly was that women have a great way of understanding grief and coming to terms with it, and they have the ability to cry spontaneously. But men don't, certainly didn't in my time. And what that did was it allowed me to be able to express grief openly and knowing that it was cathartic, knowing that it was of great help. So that's what the book did. It helped people to express their grief, especially men, and to cope with trauma in that way. But since then, of course, you know, your, your listeners may not know, but I know that you will know that we've gone on to be publishers ourselves and we've published, you know, lots and lots and over a thousand books at this stage. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that very deeply personal experience. And I just want to go now towards the more global look at uh, the Akashic Records and say, what have we gone through in the last year? What, what's happened to us? That's a good question, Jay. <laughs> Boy, uh, uh, Angel Rose is the best one to answer that because she's got personal experience of a dark night of the soul, don't you, Angel Rose? Yeah, well, it it really was a game changer last last year, 2019, January. There was definitely what I now call a dimensional split occurring. And what that was, how that translated to me was that I was in the car one day, we were driving from home from California. And I looked out the window and suddenly I felt like I was watching a movie that was not real. Cars would go by, people would go by, I was watching conversations, and it became apparent that none of it was actually real. And I was kind of, I don't know, dumbstruck by that. Uh, Anyway, it continued. Next stage was to tear down everything I thought I knew and believed. All my spirituality just went out the window. And I was left with, you don't know anything. And then I went into a depression about it because I'm somebody who likes to manifest and I could not see a future for the earth. And I could not see a reason to try to manifest anything here. And I was, just didn't know what was going on. So I asked Source for help and it took a couple of weeks. And then I heard Source say to me, pick which dimension you want to live in because the earth is splitting. Yeah, splitting and not shifting, but splitting, which was a different word entirely from what we've been hearing lately. And what that meant was with that statement also came an understanding, almost like a videotape of our past, that our past historically has been a death paradigm. 
And what that means is, you know, we're used to the Fibonacci spiral. We've come to accept the fact that life is born. It goes through an evolvement and blossoms and then it gets and ages and it gets sick and it dies and the cycle begins again. And we see that everywhere and through all situations. But it was saying this is not natural. This is not God's natural law. God's natural law is eternal love, eternal life, where there is no death. And do you even know what that is? It proceeded to show me after that all the different ways that the death paradigm manifests itself through suffering, through guilt, through punishment, through aging, through pain, sorrow. On and on it went, right? Negative beliefs about people. It was kind of like saying, well, pick which paradigm you want to be in. Do you want to continue to be in the death paradigm? And in which case, that's what you'll manifest. Or do you want to switch over to the eternal life paradigm and find out what real love is? So, of course, I made the choice to turn to the eternal life paradigm. And after that, suddenly I was having all these memories of so many things in my life that I didn't even remember whatever happened. It could have been something as simple as my dad making popcorn for us and we're sitting down watching a movie. Or it could have been full-blown re-experiencing of the tragedies I've gone through in my life, down to the minutest detail. And I was like, well, what is happening? I mean, why am I remembering all these things? And it was really the uprooting of the memories of the death paradigm that were coming to my consciousness to kind of be let go of or purified out. And at the same time, there was a parent that to live in the eternal life paradigm, you have to be in total trust. And you really have to switch to the belief that only good can happen to you from now on, 100%, no exceptions. And it was a total trust in God's source's love God's sources will for you, that it be perfect happiness. So I'm only really in the learning stage still. I'm still in the purification stage out of the old paradigm into, into the new one. And what I started to see as an Akashic Record reader is that everyone who called me for readings last year was going through some sort of cleansing about this. They either had lost everything They had the desire to up and move suddenly without knowing why. They were cleaning out their homes. They were breaking up relationships. They were leaving jobs. I even had a woman call me up and say, why the heck am I in Australia? I just up and moved in the last 48 hours. No knowledge of why they're doing what they're doing and feeling very confused. And also when we went to Ireland last year, It turned out that there was someone who... So you don't miss any of our shows. Make sure you subscribe to podcast.changewithin.com or click the subscribe button below. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Jane Battenberg. Heard our podcast about my own dark night of the soul, and she called us and asked us to come and speak to her, her students in her yoga studio because they were going through the same thing. And so we, we, you know, we started doing these little mini workshops on it to explain what's going on. But my point about it is that it was a worldwide thing. It wasn't just localized to myself or to somebody else. Everybody yes. had, had this inner sense, like, I got to let go of things. I have to clean things out. I have to get ordered. 
Yeah, all, all my friends have been just cleaning closets and getting rid of stuff and, and downsizing and yes. fires. People are rebuilding and living in tiny houses instead of huge mansions. And it's right. It, it is. It's right. Huge. Uh, yeah. well, well, we even went to North Carolina because we had a storage unit full of a three bedroom house full of goods that had been there for eight years. Oh, and we went up there, we said, all right, we have to clean this out now. And as it turned out, you know, our original plan was, well, we're going to sell, we have really beautiful furniture. We're going to sell blah, blah, sell this, sell that. And to make a long story short, as it turned out, we had had three sets of beds that were basically new. And, but everybody said, well, no one, you can't sell those. Nobody will sell them. So Hanukkah, you can't even give them away. They said, actually, nobody will take them. Yeah. yeah. But we put them on Craigslist for free. Yeah. And, you know, we had over 63 people call us begging us for those mattresses that oh. their, kids didn't, their kids didn't have a place to sleep. Oh, they were tragic stories. Uh, they were. They were so uh, yeah. sad. And, and so after that, we looked at our storage room full of things and we decided to give it all away. And we gave away everything except for some photographic, mem- you know, some memories. And, you know, I kept a couple boxes of incense, you know, small things like that. But we we just let whoever was in need come and get what they needed. Yeah. And so that was, uh, so we've been kind of left bare boned at this stage. But it feels like that's what we need to do. It's like a spiritual cleansing that's going on, Jane. Yeah. But let me just pop in there real quick and say to you, uh, especially for our listeners, because you may have heard Engel Rose mention God and so on, and she speaks about heaven and so on. We use these words in a high spiritual way. They're nothing to do with any religious belief whatsoever. So we don't want to give people the wrong impression, but we don't have any religious connotation whatsoever. These are spiritual concepts that we're speaking of. Okay. All right. So just, I don't want to run out of time, but now what? For the 2020, what what do you see as a, I guess it's not a foregone conclusion, but the way things are shaping up, what do you see for 2020? Well, we just checked the records this morning about that, actually. <laughs> okay. And and unfortunately, it, it, it wasn't such a happy scene. And what I saw was we still have more upheaval to go through. There'll be more suffering. There'll still be a lot of people who leave the planet. And part of that is because because we are in a time of purification. And some people won't be able to do that. They won't be able to accomplish that. There is an element of despondency going on across the planet. And some people can't seem to get themselves out of that. So you'll see more earthquakes, more climate change events, more political uprooting and unrest, and corruption being exposed all over the place. So we have more of that to go through. Point of it is that this is the time for our own inner cleansing as well. Like the more the Me Too movements and those, you know, there will be just more of that kind of exposing. Yeah. Yes, but can I just point out something that's very critical? You're asking a very important question, but it also needs to be said from the perspective of the Akashic Records, Jane, that source doesn't predict anything. So in other words, if you if you asked me, am I going to win the, the lottery or will President Trump be reelected? The fact is that that is a, on a particular timeline. 
And because we are conscious beings and the earth is conscious, everything is in a state of flux all the time, depending on consciousness. So in other words, it's like when you're driving along a road and you come to a crossroads. If you decide to take the left road in that moment, everything along the left road is completely different than if you took the right road. So every moment we're making choices, you see, and our consciousness is evolving in every moment, individually and collectively. So in that way, there is no set timeline for any individual because a simple choice will change everything for everybody, you see? So in that way, what we can say for sure is that if collective consciousness stays as it is, this is most likely the way it's going to unfold. But if we start making proper choices, and as Angel Rose said about the dimensional split, if we choose the eternal life paradigm as opposed to the death paradigm. So what you're saying is forewarned is forearmed, or if you know if things continue the way they are now, that this is what we might expect. But if we stay in fear about the whole thing, yes. Okay. Well, and if we don't do our own purification, because life is about evolution and planets evolve and they have chakra systems and they evolve through the different chakras and we evolve through our different chakras. And symbolically right now, we're in the solar plexus chakra. Planet is and we are. And that is all about power and it's inner child stuff and healing all those traumas. But what we're witnessing now across Earth is all sorts of distortions of power being exposed, how it's been misused. And we have it within ourselves also. We have areas where our own personal power has been distorted or damaged in some ways. So individually, we're responsible for learning about the correct use of power. And that's also what's needed across the world. And so the higher up you go, we cannot truly move into the heart chakra unless we can clear out the distortions in the solar plexus because the higher up you go in evolution, the more loving it gets and the more harmless it gets. It isn't about power in the higher chakras. Once you move into the heart, you're in a whole other frequency band of evolution. So the planet's trying to move into a heart chakra energy and we as a species are being asked to do the same thing. So what and, I'm hearing you say is that you can't go from the solar plexus up to, like, say, the third eye. You have to go through each chakra. It's not saying that some people don't have already developed because they could have done that in other time periods where they have developed those higher centers. So we can't really blame everyone and say no one has evolved past the solar plexus. It's just that if you ask, why do we come in? Why are we coming in now? Okay, why, do we, why are we living now in this time when the whole issue of power is up and the whole issue of truth is up? And our reactions to that as well, because you may know for yourself, it's very difficult to be in a harmless, loving space when you're looking at all of the ways the misuse of power is playing out in the world. And as long as we have anger about that, and as long as we want punishment around that, then we haven't cleared the whole power, the whole correct use of power. Okay, because God's not judgmental. 
and there is no there's no punishment in God. So as you move up, you know, your own evolution, your true heart chakra is only a loving heart and it doesn't hold any opposite. So this is the cleansing that's going on right now. And it's and you worldwide. Have suggestions for people to begin to lovingly move into the heart space. Well, I think, you know, we all have to be really honest with ourselves in terms of what we truly feel about things and what we truly think about things. The best way that I've done that throughout my life, and by all means, I'm not perfect in this regard. I just want to tell your listeners. But, you know, I ask myself questions about my motivations, about what I'm thinking and believing about certain things. And I take a look at it, take a look at it without censoring what's coming up. Because we have a tendency to just say, well, that's just too ugly or that's just too busy. So I won't really look at that. But that's a process that will expose our subconscious to us if we just start writing things out and taking a look at what we really think and believe. Many people I read now that are, they're depressed about the state of the world. They're confused. They're gone from maybe abundance to lack and they don't quite know how to get themselves out. So I always say to people, look, we are being bombarded with a lot of things right now. And it's important to keep your immune system high. So if you need, if you can take flower essences or you can go for walks in nature, go down by the water, take some time, sit your tailbone on the on the soil, put your hands in the dirt, plant some seeds, just simple things that take you back to the simplicity of nature and get you out of the fray. Even those things are small steps that you can do to make yourself feel better. Fill a glass of water and put intentions in it and drink it. We all know that water has memory and water changes its crystals according to what you project into it. So use water as your medicine. And, you know, in desperation too, ask God for help. Because I always do. I mean, oftentimes I just say, help. I don't, I can't see clearly in the situation. I don't know what's going on. Give me the correct perspective. Mm. And then I wait. I like when you said only good can come of this, a kind of an expectation yeah. that only good can come of this, because that's basically flipping your mind over that instead of expecting some negative outcome, you're expecting a positive outcome instead. You're choosing. You're choosing. A to, positive you're choosing outcome. to expect a positive outcome. Right. I right. like that. Yes. It, who knows whether it's it'll work or not, but that's, it's a better way to do that than, than to yes. think negatively. Yes. I just want to say, because there is, from being in the records for so long, there is a higher order to everything. And that higher order is always loving. That's comforting. Yes. Well, before we go much further, if people want an Akashic reading with you, Angel, how do they do that? They can just go to my website, angelrose.com. It's A-I-N-G-E-A-L-R-O-S-E.com. And it's just a single page, and they'll see the options for readings there, and they can just book one through the website, and then I will contact them through email. And Ahanu, how about you? 
Yeah, I'm easy to find on the web also. Ahonu is spelled A-H-O-N-U. So my website is ahonu.com. And my email is ahanu at ahanu.com. <laughs> That's good. Uh-huh. Well, I've had an Akashic reading from Angel, and I, it, was, it was powerful and profound. I really liked it. So I highly recommend it. Thank you for that, Jane. Okay, so last minute things that you would like to mention. Yes. If anybody would like to learn to read the Akashic Records themselves, this is something that Angel Rose teaches in a home study course, and it's available online as well. And you could simply connect with us through either of our websites, ahanu.com or angelrose.com. And the spelling of Angel, again, just for clarity, it's the Irish word for angel, but it's spelled A-I-N-G-E-A-L-R-O-S-E.com, angelrose.com. And we will be happy to teach you how to read the records yourself so that you will get this kind of satisfying answers to what's going on in your own life. Good. And and I just want to say before we did this podcast that you were a little reticent to 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 give the Akashic um, prediction that or not prediction but um, what do you call it um, forward look that things don't look so good. But I think that's you know people need to know where we're headed if we don't change. Otherwise, why change? Well, you know, it's interesting you mention that because when I was looking at that this morning, the first thing sort of showed me purple light. And whenever you see purple light, you're still in the, the, suffering. the suffering paradigm. You're in the victim, victimizer, the crucifixion archetype, if you will. And even though, even though there's plenty of positive things happening in terms of people planting trees and cleaning up the oceans and doing organic food, proportionately to the degree of change that has to happen, it's making headway, but it isn't equal. The good is not equal to the clearing out that people have to do internally. So we should each work on ourselves even harder. Yeah, and I think, once again, the best way is watch your reactions to things. Look at the things that trigger you and and get you angry or make you wish somebody would be punished or get theirs. I mean, those are all clues that you haven't moved into the heart. (laughs) I think the Course in Miracles actually says it really nicely when it says, I could use peace instead of this. So you're always at choice, really, in every situation. And the higher choice is always love. Yeah. Love and forgiveness, actually. Well, it's a tall order for all of us, huh? Indeed. It really is, yeah. Well, any other comments? No, no, that's it. But as I said, if anybody would like either to learn the records or get any of our books, you could simply search for Ahanu or Angel Rose on Amazon and you'll find all the answers from the Akashic Records books. Or if you wanted the reading, go to angelrose.com. You can use any of those websites to connect with us. Thank you both very much for giving us your time and a glimpse into what the world is about. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for having us, Jane. You're welcome. So you don't miss any of our shows. Make sure you subscribe to podcast.changewithin.com or click the subscribe button below. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Jane Battenberg.